Welcome, everybody, up to 24 of the Thumbsick Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. No Will this week. Will is en route to the state of Maine, so he will not be joining us. He has, however, sent in his football underdog pick for later on the episode, so we will relate that to you, the listener, when we get there. Uh, Our topic for today is going to be Cuphead. I believe we all played Cuphead in some capacity, right, fellas? Uh Uh-huh. So that's our main topic. Anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, I, you know, I'm probably not going to talk too much about FIFA unless I, I am playing Ultimate Team, so I am building on my Ultimate Team. I'm not going to talk about it unless listeners ask me to because, okay. you know, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's all I played other than Cuphead. Okay, Corey. It's like telling people about your dreams. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, no, all I played was Cuphead. Mm-hmm. So nothing, right. nothing to tease. I got uh, Golf Story. I played quite a bit of Golf Story this week. Ooh. I'll also be talking about the SNES Classic, which I was able to to get on Friday morning. Hey, new um, system. New system, yeah. And then I also tried the Naked Egg Taco from Taco Bell. So I'll mm. talk about that during during my week. I failed on my 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 end on that, Dan. Oh, that's okay. It's worth it. It's worth it, though. You should get one. All right. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I think we talked about it a little bit. I had heard it was good, but we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. So, Cuphead. Cuphead came out on uh, was it Thursday? What was released yes. September twenty ninth, Thursday. No, that was was that Friday. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So it's by Studio MDHR Entertainment. It's a Indie studio uh, kind of run by two brothers, uh, Chad Moldenhauer and Jared Moldenhauer. I guess they live in uh, Toronto and was it Winnipeg, respectively, in Canada. Uh, and they kind of worked on it from from those two places. Uh, Toronto and Saskatchewan, it says. It doesn't specifically. Oh, Regina. Hmm. Regina and Toronto. So, yeah, they, they've modeled it in the style of old, like, 1930s cartoons. Uh, if you've seen any gameplay from it, that's immediately the thing that stands out. Um, is the art style it's very striking uh, the music is fitting and perfect goes perfectly with the with the art style so let's talk about that first i mean what, what, how'd you guys feel about the the art style the aesthetic i should say I, as advertised i mean this was i that that art style i think is what drew people to the game and is what caused people to anticipate the game and uh it definitely delivers on that yeah yeah, I agree. Uh, it's one of the better looking games or visually appealing games that I've played. I've, um, I, me and Eric talked a little bit about this, but I feel like even watching videos of it doesn't do it justice. I feel like you actually have to play it on your own and and you know feel it, I guess, more so than just watching it on a screen. Yeah. You know? Because I even, know, just, uh, uh, even just walking around like the, the kind of open world map area, 
Yeah. Even though it looks a little different, it's just such a neat and like going into the shop with um, what's his name? Mm. Porky. No. Looks, looks like Porky Pig. Yeah, he's got a longer name that I don't remember, but uh, it's it's por- like uh, I I feel like Porky is in there somewhere. It Porky is. something. It's, 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 it's two something. words. Yeah. Por- yeah. Two words. Yeah, but you know, just to hold the whole package and the the uh, audio from it, and it's it's almost like weird to even be playing a game that looks like that. Yeah, it's it definitely takes some getting used to because it, it it's the the recreation because apparently they even use like the old um the the old uh, like watercolor backgrounds and the animation styles like that's all used in the actual game and one thing i thought was weird was how it like was able to run consistently at 60 frames per second despite you know old cartoons running at obviously significantly less frame rate i I feel like it's a weird thing that they were able to capture that and still have it both run really well and and play extremely well it was it was very strange for me but it, it worked perfectly i thought yeah, it, I think it's there's some trick of the eye going on there too. Uh, obviously, the the foreground and the sprites and stuff are going at 60 frames per second, but I think a lot of the background is static and stuff. So I think that's why it works and okay. represents that style. Well, I mean, even like w- when Cuphead moves and, uh, and and the bad guys move, like I feel like it looks like it belongs in the old cartoon, but it plays like like a 60 frames per second game. Yeah, which I, it, it was weird and, and yeah. hard to get used to. So. How much did everyone play and how far did you get? I think that's an important thing to talk about. I don't know. I didn't play too much. I probably played for like an hour and a half, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. two hours. And I beat, I want to say I beat four or five of the levels. Okay. Yeah, I played maybe, uh, maybe an hour, I would say. So I didn't get too much time with it. I beat two boss levels and one run and gun level. Okay. I played about six hours. Uh, I got through the first world and I beat a couple of the bosses and one of the run and guns in the, in the second world. Uh, so yeah, there's a couple different types of levels. There's the, the, the main type of level is like the boss battle levels. Uh, you go in, you fight a boss cause the, the object of the game is you're, you're in debt to the devil as cuphead and Mugman, and you have to, uh, collect the souls of debtors, to the devil so you have to you have to kill them and and collect their souls uh, and get them back for the devil so you pretty much go into into a boss battle and and, you know try to uh, kill them obviously uh there's airplane levels which are you know you just fly your cuphead or whatever or mugman and and but you fly around the level and do a boss battle and then there's the more traditional uh platforming type type levels which are the run and guns so they're you know platformers so to speak uh, except you're shooting too and defending and whatnot. So, how'd you guys feel about the difficulty? Too much? Too little? No, I, I didn't. I so far from what I've played, I think it's been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I've gotten frustrated, but it wasn't. It was my own fault. Yeah, and... it doesn't. It's one of those games that doesn't feel unfair. When no, you I die, didn't... you're like, oh crap! I I hit the wrong button or I missed my jump. I'll Feels kind bad. of agree disagree with you on that. Okay. Uh. I feel like some of the hitboxes aren't consistent with enemies. Like those ghosts seemed to reach outside of their graphic as opposed to some guys who you can literally be touching and it doesn't hurt you. Oh, when you did the mausoleum thing? 
Yeah. About yeah, a, but that's not the. Yeah, I'm just using that as an example because there's been other times where I'm like, well, this guy, you know, I was touching and it didn't hurt me. Well, whereas this guy, you know, I wasn't even close to and I took damage. The, the parry has a little bit of leeway that has like a bigger area around you that that you're uh, that it's effective, I guess. I'm not even talking about using the parry. I'm just talking about being touched, be, taking damage, like being do hit. You, do you take damage from the ghosts? They kill you instantly. Do they really? Yeah. Oh. I've never been touched by one. I didn't get touched by one either. Wow. That's you, you guys are awesome. Corey's just not but, very good at the game. I was just going to say, Corey, it's because Corey sucks at the game. Yeah. That's probably pretty true. I'll, I, I'll say uh, I played I played this in two sessions. I played a little bit today, and I played a little bit on Tuesday. Uh, and I had a pretty strong negative reaction to it on Tuesday. Okay. Today, playing it, uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit more. So. Mm-hmm. I think the jury's still out for me, but uh, I really, and I'm not even sure what it was. I just, I felt like there wasn't much to the game other than its art style and its difficulty. Like if it wasn't difficult, there wouldn't be anything to the game other than it's cool to look at. And also my other complaint uh, is the music. I really like it. I think it's awesome, but sometimes it distracts me, Hmm. you know? No, no. I just fool for me like you're really off the mark on this one I think well I think for me like when I'm playing a video game I don't want to I don't want the music to constantly call attention to itself and I felt like it was doing that oh I didn't think so at all yeah it's I feel like that's the idea like that's what happened in those old cartoons like the music calls attention and I understand that and I think that's fine like I like I like the music I just it, it was distracting me and I think a lot of that had to do with also getting frustrated at the same time Sure. And then that music's just going, and I'm just hearing, like, oh, my God. And hearing the same song just, over and over and over just again. Just stop. Yeah. Wow. See, I didn't even, like, the music didn't even really leave an impression on me. Like, I know I liked it at the time, but I don't ever, you know, I just, I guess I didn't really notice. I was just so focused on um, trying to beat the level. I yeah. was just so involved in that. I guess I, no, nothing really was breaking my concentration. Yeah. yeah. I found, too, it was best if I didn't play for more than, like, an hour at a time, especially if I wasn't beating levels. I if I if I, if I I spent about an hour and I didn't accomplish anything, then I would just put it down and play something else. And then I always found that if I came back to the same boss later, I beat him the first or second time. Um, it's it's one of those games, like like a puzzle game, where if you, you know, try and beat your head against it, doesn't work, you just come back the next day or whatever, and, and you, you know, you solve it right away. It's It's that situation for me right. in this game i had a lot of trouble with i don't know if you got you guys probably tried the flower boss in the first world no oh, the, the radish or whatever it is no the flat it's a f- orange flower uh, i don't know if do. i got to that one um he starts off he spits out uh like seeds up into the air and they, Dan, and they you know what and things i i tried him twice that's the last thing i did i tried him twice and i uh had to leave so that's the last thing i did but no i did not beat him but it was um there was just shit everywhere yeah that that was that took me i bet i spent an hour and a half trying to beat him just him um probably died 30 40 times just on that one guy yeah Uh, but that was the one of the ones where i left it overnight i came back the next day and i think i beat him on the second try um, so it is one of those games. One of the things I, th- I find interesting about it, too, is the uh, I didn't realize this was in the game, but the different loadouts you can use. You have two different guns you can use. You have a special ability and like a charm, mm-hmm. uh, which can be a bunch of different things. For me, I use the extra hit point charm, 
that one extra hit point has uh, made Same. quite a bit of difference. Uh, you know, there's been a few bosses or uh, platforming levels that I've only survived with one hit point. So that's definitely been useful. Um, but the, it lowers the gun, your damage a little bit, too. It does lower your damage a little bit. So, yeah, it takes a little bit longer, too. Uh, there is seems to be uh, positives and negatives about everything you can equip. Um, so, my, you know, there's the standard pea shooter gun and then there's uh like a spread gun that's good for up close it's almost like a shotgun uh but i started using the homing one i don't know if you guys use that one but it basically will track it doesn't do a lot of damage but it basically tracks uh the bullets to whatever enemies are are on screen which has been very useful so you can like be facing the other way and still hitting the boss with with the the homing gun it's been pretty nice i've just been using the basic gun so far Mm -hmm. I I accidentally unlocked the homing gun. Um, Yeah, and I spent my coins on it, and I didn't mean to, so I erased my save and started over. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Corey, let's let's get into it. What do you what do you what do you think? I think it's good. It's not it's not for me, honestly. I I don't know. Like, I don't know in what situation I would pick this up and and play it you know it's it's like well it's frustrating it's difficult and i guess that's the point but like that's not what i need you know i don't know like i said i I didn't enjoy it the first time but when i came back and played a little bit more today i did start to enjoy it a little bit more um i don't know i just these platformers i think this appeals to a certain type of person i think it so the art style appeals to everybody right like that's what everybody draws everybody to the game so everybody's gonna play it and get that enjoyment out of it um but i think it comes to a point where like the way this game the the person this game was made for is the person who is all about like speed runs and you know figuring out oh well if i use this weapon it can i can take down this boss uh this way and if i do this i can do that like finding the edge in every little nook and cranny Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah i see what you're saying um, it, it definitely appeals to me, uh, and not for either one of those reasons. It's more um, overcoming the odds, I think, for me. And, uh, you know, I, there's some games I do like to play because of the challenge, you know, the Dark Souls games being being those types of games. And for me, it's not it, – I talked about it earlier, but it's not going to be a game that I just sit down and, and hammer away at. It's going to be play it for an hour here and there. And I think it's perfect for that for me, you know. Uh, if I get too frustrated with it, I'll I'll play Divinity or although that's been frustrating too. I'll I'll play the Switch or the the SNES Classic or whatever you know, play something else on that. And I thought of Dark Souls too, but I think we need to be careful because like it's not Dark Souls, the same thing. Dark Souls isn't good because it's challenging, you know. Right. Uh, I, it's part of a much bigger picture, yeah. and I think I think the difficulty in Cuphead is part of a bigger picture, not to the extent of Dark Souls though. You know, like it's it's yeah. the style. Uh, in Cuphead, coupled with the difficulty of the platforming, um, I think the tight controls are a big appeal. Right? Yeah, that, that's that's a good that's a good point too. Yeah, so that would be another one. Uh, I actually ended up remapping my controls too uh, because the default ones I was having having troubles with. So I, I mapped my shooting to the right trigger. I was going to say to the, the left they, trigger. The triggers aren't a default button, are they? No, I don't think they do anything. Yeah, because I I ran into the same issue with the dash and yep. trying to shoot and everything at the same time. It just didn't work, really work out. I never used the dash because it was it was Y 
and it was just inconvenient for me to use that while shooting and uh what's the other one yeah shooting and jumping on a and x or whatever it was so i i remapped remapped it because i had heard other people talking about it and said that that's what they did so eric Mm. what do you think i really like it dan I, Mm. i don't know just poor timing, I think, for old Corey. But uh, I think I think it's really good. I yeah. think everything coupled together with, like Corey said, with the art style and the uh, the the music and the difficulty. Like you, Dan, I was just um, so focused on trying to beat the levels, and I didn't think they were they were all that difficult. I thought the difficulty was at a good spot, um, just challenging enough. Um, the one I had the hardest time with was like it was a tree run and gun level. Oh yeah, where you had to go up a tree. Mm-hmm. That one I died quite a few times on, uh, but I did end up beating it. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those games where it just gives you a lot of joy when you do get to the end of it. Yeah. Um, I I think that the bosses are really well designed and like all the different um, forms that they take is is pretty cool. Um, it's just it's one of those. Um, trial and error kind of games mm-hmm. and you know sometimes i like those and sometimes i don't because you know i wasn't a fan of um what's the one game it's all it's black and white with a little boy and spiders limbo 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 i didn't like that because it was trial and error uh but this one i do like i don't know mm-hmm. it was i don't know yeah and one really of the good like things yeah, one of the things I, I, I like about it, too, is it's not a game where you just need to memorize the order of the the, the boss does everything because it randomizes a little bit. So you do have to, like, be actively paying attention to what's going on to to know, like, as as the phase shifts or a, a bunch of the different bosses have different things that they spit out at different times. Um, and I like that because it keeps you on your toes, keeps you active and keeps you paying attention to what's going on rather than just memorizing where you're supposed to go at any given time. It makes you. Pay I'm gonna, attention to the scene more. I'm gonna push back a little on that one too, because for for me, like my experience, granted, I, I've fought I think four bosses, so you're a little bit further into it than me. But it was like learn by dying, and then remember what that move looks like before it starts to happen. Before it happens, so no, you no, know, you're right. Know what you need to do. You're right. Which I'm not. But... I'm not crazy about like that. Learn by dying. Thing. I think that that might be another uh, hold up I'm having in the game. Yeah, no, you're you're right, but but like there's some bosses in in games like that are similar to this where if you just memorize a sequence and you just do that every time, like there's no oh, yeah. there's yeah. no variation to right. to what the boss does. And this one it throws different things out at you at different times and and randomly. So you do to an extent have to memorize a pattern of of or uh, a method of attack, but it's not going to be like the same button presses every time, you know. Yeah. So I'm with you, Dan. Yeah. I I I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. Uh I hope I can beat it is the only thing. Uh the bosses I'm at now, I I'm not very good at the airplane levels. I have not done very well on those so far, so those are going to be a challenge when I because uh, I have two in the second world that I'm that I'm stuck at right now, in, in addition to a, a boss battle that's been pretty hard. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's one I think you should experience. Because um, as, as I said, even watching videos of it doesn't quite do it justice. You, you really have to experience it for yourself. I think. Not a system seller. Not a system seller. No. I could have sworn this was on the Switch. No. It should be on the switch. That would be was. that would be perfect. I know. 
Oh, I want one thing I wanted to mention too is it it runs on a toaster too. Glad you brought brought that up, Corey, because not that the Switch is a toaster, but I was surprised at how low the PC specs were. So it needs for processor, it needs an Intel Core Two Duo E8400 or a 3.0 gigahertz uh, at 3.0 gigahertz or AMD Athlon 64 X2 6000 Plus. Those are old processors. Two gigabytes of RAM, GeForce 9600 GT or AMD HD 3870 with 512 megabytes or higher. So that will run on just about anything that's still running nowadays. That's also surprising. That's very good optimization right there. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. But yeah, I that it, it would be perfect for the Switch. Because then you could sit on your couch and play it. Although Eric Price sits on his couch and plays it, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No other okay. way to play. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on Cuphead? No. Thumbs up for me. Okay, uh, well, here's a quick question before we move on. Will you play it more, Eric? Will you play it more, Corey? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll play it. I'll play it more, if not just to see more of the of the world, of the art, you know, and the music and stuff. So, yeah. An amazing boss design. Amazing. So I, ca- okay. I kind of want them to release a Cuphead cartoon series. Cartoon, yeah. <laughs> they might, maybe. You never know what, what can happen with that sort of thing. I'd be okay with that. Netflix original. There you go. They did Castlevania. Yeah, which I still have to watch. Why not Cuphead? I think you'll like Castlevania, Dan. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Okay. All right. Nibblebits. Corey, do you have anything for Nibblebits? No, the only thing I tweeted this week from the at TS athletes Twitter handle was the Red Dead Redemption trailer. The new one that came out, because I don't think we talked about it uh, last Thursday. It had come out that morning, so I just tweeted that out. Uh, it's worth watching. Makes the game look pretty cool. I'm pretty excited for it, so that's it. Okay. Eric, did you get anything? No, I looked, scoured the wires, damn, <laughs> but there was nothing worth tweeting. Yeah, there was, there was not a lot of good stuff to tweet this week. I, I got a couple, couple quick things. Uh, so first, I've noticed this a lot on the Nintendo Switch subreddit, but uh, people are very particular about what the icons look like on the screen. Um, and the Steam World Dig 2 one was everyone's least favorite by far. It was pretty ugly. It was it was ugly, and I, I totally agree. It was just the D and then the 2. Uh, <laughs> but they switched it. They made a, mu- a much nicer looking uh, icon on the thing, and uh, Nintendo Switch fans were, were very happy that that changed. And it does look far better than the, the old one. What so. if it's the type of thing where they, like, they had a, a graphic designer like under contract. And then when the game released, <laughs> the contract expired. So they just had some guy do like the best he could. Yeah, it, it definitely. <laughs> oh, that, that could, that could very well be like, they're like, Oh yeah, we need a, we need a graphic. Uh, Jim took uh, one semester of graphic design <laughs> for his undergrad. So let's have him do it. I think he's got illustrator on his computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but then I don't know. Maybe they sub subcontracted out someone to someone to make a new one because it looks nice now. Okay, so there's that uh, Neo coming to PC. Yeah, that's one game I definitely wanted uh, when wanted to play when it came out on the PS4 earlier this year. So it's coming out on November in November. I don't know if there's an exact date. 
I think I feel like it's November seventh because I think they decided it was a nine month PS4 exclusive. So it's going to have a, advanced graphical modes, so all your your uh, options for for PC. It's also going to get all the all the DLC. I think for it, it's going to be like a complete edition from what mm. I gather. So nice. yeah, that's good news. And then my last one. Where's the okay. The Witcher 3 is getting a PS4 Pro patch. Or no, it's out now. Adds 4K support and HDR. So if you haven't played The Witcher or you have it and have a PS4 Pro, uh, fire it back up for 4K goodness on the PS4 Pro. 4K goodness. 4K goodness. Uh, And that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Eric, how's your week? Oh, geez. I don't have too much to talk about. I do have a new TV show I've been watching that I like to discuss. Uh, also happy to say and admit that I was way off the mark about the Bills this past week. I was sure yep. that they were going to get absolutely trounced. Uh, <laughs> but great road win against the Falcons. Yeah. And with the Patriots' loss, the Bills are the second seed in the AFC East still after awesome. week four. Unbelievable. Uh, don't worry, boys. The collapse is coming. <laughs> you know it. You know it's is, coming. Is it going to make it that much more epic? No, no, I'm ready for it now. Okay, I'm prepared. If, if you keep expecting it, maybe it won't come. Maybe, and I, every week I, I'll say yeah. I was happy to admit that I was wrong. Yep, it's the um, way to do it. Giants are making a run for that first pick, huh? Yeah, Giants looking strong out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, some good quarterbacks uh, coming. This is the year to get Eli's successor. There you go. Yeah, it's actually not a bad plan. No, not at all. Um, let's see what else. Uh, did new you guys TV want to talk show. about ho- hockey at all? Did you, say you new, did you say you have a new TV show? Yeah, I've been watching Big Mouth on Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. I like it quite a bit. It's very vulgar. Don't watch it with your children around. It's about a group of preteens about to go into puberty and kind of their... <laughs> struggles with that i guess you could say uh it's a cartoon and it's it's really the, the great part is a couple of the students have this like hormone troll that follows them around and kind of guides them i guess in, in bad ways <laughs> oh nice Makes them make bad decisions like uh for, for instance uh, the one guy the main character he he was sleeping over at his best friend's house and they're laying there in bed and his best friend's asleep and I can't remember what led him to doing this. But anyway, the, the troll talked him into jerking off next to his friend <laughs> in, in the bed. Uh, it just like the things that the troll says are just so outrageous. And uh, <laughs> it's really funny. Was it was uh, it made by anyone we would know? You like, know, I don't know. I did comedians? just so I only know this because I put the trailer up in the stream right now. Uh, it did say from the creators of the Kroll show. So maybe Nick Kroll. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably. wait, is he the guy from um, the league? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he plays the main character. Ah, OK, there you go. This is the main character. So he's a voice. There's actually some pretty famous people on it. Uh, is it John Mulaney? He's a comedian. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a voice of the best friend. Or no, no, no I'm sorry. John Mulaney is the main character. Nick Kroll is the best friend. Oh, wow. Um, I got a bunch of big names here for Jordan, you, Eric. Jordan Peele? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's some good names in there. Maya Rudolph, Fred Armisen. Wow. Yeah. Quite the cast. Those are some, those are some big names. It's really funny. 
I'll have to watch it. I oh, uh, man, it's, it's <laughs> off the wall, Corey. I think I would enjoy this. You'll you'll love the the hormone troll. Oh my god, <laughs> this the shit that comes out of his mouth. It's just like oh dear. It's like it's one of those ones like if you ever got caught watching it with like your mom, you, would, <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah, you'd leave the room. Uh, uh, I love it. Yeah, I'll have to check this out. It makes me miss F is for family. Oh god, it's way vo- more way more vulgar than that. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think other than that, geez, I don't think I did too awful much else. Yeah. Okay. Krispy Kreme donuts opened down here. Beautiful. That was, that was exciting. That is exciting. Uh, I, I I did try their first, not their first 100, 100 random customers. I think it's opening week. Get a golden ticket in their dozen, and that gets you a free glazed dozen every week for a year. Wow. I tried my hand at it. I didn't. Guy like five ahead of me won. Really? Yep. Nice. But yeah. That would be that would be great. Oh god, can you imagine? I'd be so fat. <laughs> Fatter fat, than I already am. Fat enough that it's there. Yeah. Already. You know? <laughs> Just taunting you with its Oh man, I left donuts. work tonight and I go, shit. Yeah, swing through the drive thru, grab a couple of donuts. You nice. know? Yeah. I want to make the uh Krispy Kreme burger. Oh, what's that? Burger, hamburger, cheeseburger between two Krispy Kremes, glazed. A couple of original glazed. Yeah. Oh wow. What? Nor like when I was younger, I would have been grossed out by that, but now I'm like, oh man, that sounds really freaking good. Because yeah. <laughs> I like the sweet and savory mixed more yeah. than I used to when I was a, a, a youngin. Yeah. Oh, you know but, what else we did that was interesting? We uh. We're doing like these parenting and birthing classes at the hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, we had our first class. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's eight couples. Three of the couples are having twins. Really? Yeah. There's been a lot of twins gro- going Isn't around. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Three of the couples, and of all the couples there, only one girl. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Wait. What? One girl, baby. Oh, I was like, no, no, no. just a bunch of gay men couples with well, <laughs> like their I mean, foster child that's coming or something. Yeah, no, that's not how biology works. <laughs> that's, Corey. that's what there I thought you meant. I'm like, more females there than that at the birthing <laughs> class. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I thought that was nuts. Three, three twin sets, and only one baby is going to be a girl. Yeah. Wow. I mean, pretty much in our group of friends, like uh, there's there, well, there's two now, but they're mostly boys like it's probably 80 80 20 yeah. percentage wise boys what's going on are is weird stuff go, is russia like biological warfare with like is it an evolutionary kind of thing with twins i don't know i don't know why would twins be necessary there's already too many people in the world way too many hmm I don't know, because I was trying to think, like, what what would be the reason? I actually heard, too, that uh, females have. Oh, I don't it, I don't know specifically what it was, but they, they, their bodies deal better with the extra carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Here you go. Uh-oh. Uh, 
more twins are being born in the United States than ever before. From 1980 to 2009, according to a recent report by the National Center for Health Statistics, the rate of twin births rose 76%. Now about one in 30 babies born in the United States is a twin. Really? Dang. It's got to be like a pollution thing or a diet thing. There's a Yeah, reason. definitely. There's got to be a reason for it. Hmm. This will be great for my Other World Science podcast I'm working on. There you go. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 really it. We got it. We got a tour of the like labor and delivery area, which is really nice. And uh, the teacher's really funny, which helps because it's a two-hour yeah. class, but it went yeah. by really fast. It's yeah. two hours. It's all. It also can be a little awkward. Yeah, I, you know, at first it was, and you know, I recognized a lot of the people in there because I see them where I work. Uh huh. And I think gotcha. one of the guys when I walked in recognized me too because he kind of seemed like he wanted to say hi, and then he was like, "Eh, maybe I shouldn't." You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stay quiet. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Corey. Yeah. Um. Uh. Actually, quite a few things I want to talk about, so I'll be quick about all of them. I did. I went to Lake Placid this past weekend, uh, for an Oktoberfest. Not a lot to talk about there, except for. Uh, the place we were staying was literally a five-minute walk to the rink where mm-hmm. the 1980 Miracle on Ice happened, and that's where I sent you guys that picture. Come to find out, the Rangers were practicing there that weekend, and I didn't know. Really? <laughs> yeah. You could have gone and watched a practice. I could have easily, easily walked there and watched them practice, but I, ha- oh. I just didn't know. I didn't know about it, so I totally missed it. Um, wow. I just thought that was really funny. I saw it on Tuesday. Oh, what do you think? I really liked it. Uh, I, I agree with, I think maybe it was your sentiment, Eric, that it wasn't scary. Yeah. yeah. I think um, Will and I both said that. I, I just thought it was cool. Uh, the like horror aspect of it was cool. And the best part of the movie for me was like the relationship from all the kids. It had that like stand by me kind of vibe. I think somebody brought up gremlins. Um, I said Goonies. Goonies, I'm sorry, yeah. Goonies, that kind of thing, that, like, 1980s. That's why I really appreciated the one Molly Ringwald joke where he's like, who invited Molly Ringwald to the group? And that's like, wow, that's... Yeah. Um, So, yeah, really good movie. I'm excited for the sequel. Did you feel like some of the, like, mom jokes and stuff were a little bit forced? I did start... So the one kid is from Stranger Things. Yeah, I thought his character was very, very forced. Okay, I'm glad you said that, because I feel like I'm alone. It, It was like... I don't know how so I don't know how anybody could disagree with that. Yeah, it was like maybe ten jokes too many from him. Yeah, like and they were got... all the same. Like, oh, your mom, huh? I'll yeah. be doing that to your mom, and I'm just like, eh, right. right. The only one I liked, and again, was the one about the beaver. Beavers, yes, that was <laughs> the only funny one. I, just, I laughed yeah, but, out loud. Yeah, but don't you think that's somewhat realistic? Doesn't everyone have like that guy in their group of friends that will oh, just make the same I bad mean, joke all the time? Absolutely, but I don't want to watch that on the big screen. I see, okay, yeah. I see. I see what you're Maybe. saying. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, again, actually, I could name that person right now. I won't, but, <laughs> but and again, it, like, of course, yeah. I don't want to watch it either. And yep. it'd be one thing if, like, that's what they were going for. Like, oh, this is the annoying kid. But no, that was... He I don't was, like, think that's supposed, what they were going for. He was okay. supposed to be the guy who made you laugh all the time. Yep. Gotcha. Um, and, like, it was just me, my buddy, and maybe three other people in the whole theater. So, <laughs> Yeah, there when, weren't many people when we went either. When there's, like, that pause for laughter and there's no laughter, it makes it even worse. So, 
No, I agree with you. I pretty much agree with everything you said, Corey. I th- I think the horror part was was cool, more cool than it was scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was into it though. I it's uh I'm I'm sad at the outcome of the movie. It was kind of a bummer. Uh, but all those characters were really likable, so you know it was kind of just a fun a fun I watch. Ask what you were sad about. The little boy. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it's kind of obvious, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, plus this movie came out, the original came out how many years ago? Good yeah, point. Long time. Although ago. I, I hadn't seen, I don't think I've seen the original and I never I read the books. I haven't so. either, actually. <laughs> it was all new to me. Yeah, me too. Um, but speaking of Stephen King, I think I'm tying these correctly. Uh, Netflix released Gerald's Game. Yeah, that is Stephen King. Okay, so also a Stephen King uh, IP. <laughs> for lack of a better word, uh, we, I watched that on Netflix that this past weekend. Um, it's the premise is that it's an older couple, maybe like a mid forties kind of wife, and I think the guy's a little bit older, like late fifties, early sixties kind of thing. They go up to uh, their cabin in the woods, try to rekindle their romance. Apparently, they're having some relationship problems, so the husband brings some handcuffs ties the woman to the bed. Turns out he has some weird rape fantasy. Um, she's handcuffed to the bed. He took Viagra to, to get it up. He ends up dying in front of her while she's handcuffed to the bed with no key insight. So the rest of the movie is like her struggle with herself um, to get out of that being handcuffed to the bed, like survive. Uh, and I'm surprised at how many different like how they were able to bring other aspects into the movie. I thought it would just be like watching her struggle for an hour and a half or whatever, but it it wasn't that at all. See, Corey, the reason I haven't watched it is because that's what I wanted it to be. Mm. I'm not interested in the other stuff they did. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't even know how to, it's, there's like an element of psychedelic a little bit, a little bit. So, so her biggest battle is with herself and she's got the two, and the imagery in the movie actually shows it at one point. Like she's hallucinating and her husband's talking to her on one side and herself, like the best version of herself is talking to her on the other side. And it's supposed to be like a angel and a devil on the shoulder kind of thing. And that's kind of the the, the premise for the movie, but there's a really creepy, uh, uh, boogeyman called the moonlight man, uh, which was my favorite part of the movie. It's this guy who, uh, is death. At least that's what the, the hallucinate, hallucinated husband tells her like that's that and he's gonna come and get you and he shows up at night and she has to like fend him off somehow um and he keeps saying like death is gonna come and get you death is gonna come and get you but it's like this moonlight man who's really creepy looking and he carries this little box of trinkets and he takes your trinkets and puts them in his box and uh, that was my favorite part of the whole thing but i wouldn't classify it as a great movie i enjoyed it uh but if you i think if you go in with low expectations you'll enjoy it um, and I think that tends to be the the takeaway for for most people. I read a couple of critical reviews and and they say it's not great, but there is it's really dark. So if you're looking for like a twisted mental thing, because she was tormented as a child, so it does mm-hmm. plays with all that and stuff. Um, just I don't know some cool imagery. I would recommend it, but uh, not great by any means. I think I'm gonna pass on that one. And the last thing I want to talk about, you guys ever heard of open road tolling? No. Dan, I feel like this is something you'd know about, no? 
Okay, so I rented a car to go to New York City at the beginning of September. Um, it was a Hertz car. Everything was fine. I look at my bank statement this past week and see a random charge from Hertz for $35 and whatever cents. And I'm like, well, that's weird because I already paid for the Hertz car. So I called Hertz and they said, oh, that sounds like a charge from Plate Pass. And I'm like, what the hell is Plate Pass? And they're like, I'll give you their number. You can call them. So I called Plate Pass. Turns out, and I don't know how I didn't know this, New York City especially has been doing it. uh, But a lot of places in New York State have been implementing this thing called open road tolling. So they're ripping out all their toll booths. And all they're doing is snapping photos of the car as it enters the road and mailing you your toll. Traffic. Huh? To stop the slow of traffic? Yeah. Traffic? Yeah. So the way the Plate Pass woman describes me is uh, Hertz cars, and I imagine a lot of rental dealers have it now too, but Hertz cars have what's called Plate Pass installed in them. So if you go through any one of those open road tolls, uh, they will take care of your your toll for you. And there's a service charge attached. But at least, you know, if you have a rental car, you're made aware of it through Plate Pass. Because mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, I would have had no idea. And I did think it, thinking back on it, I thought it was kind of weird. Um, I'm like, I feel like we should be paying a toll right now, crossing the RFK bridge, especially yeah. yep. the Tappan Zee bridge. I'm like, where's the toll booth? But there was a lot of construction. So I'm like, oh, maybe they just kind of, because of construction, they want to keep traffic moving. They just, no tolls for until they get traffic straightened out or the construction straightened out. Uh, so I did think it was weird, um, but then I saw that charge and I, I made some phone calls. I just thought that was the craziest thing ever. So be aware uh, if you're on the open road and it seems like there should be a toll, there might be a toll and you will get it in the mail. And apparently, I don't know if if you need to have some sort of electronic tolling device in your car. Otherwise, you get fined for not having one or if it's, I wouldn't think so. That's what, what I was if you thinking. were just driving from far away and you had zero idea know. that that was even yeah. a thing. I mean, I had, same, I had no idea. It's the same with easy pass. Um, right. I, I have an easy pass for the for the throughway. And then our trips down to Philly, we take the the Pennsylvania Turnpike, which is the easiest way, fastest way. Uh, it's also a very nice highway. So we take that way. Um, and yeah, but they have like a, they have a, a thing that you could just drive through or you can pull off and, and pay the toll. Um, the first time we went down there before we got our easy passes, we went through the place you just drive through and there's there, take a photograph of your license plate and then yeah. bill you that way. We actually never ended up getting a bill from it. I don't know if, cause it was, there was a ton of traffic. I don't know if we were too close to the car in front of us yeah. to read our license plate or whatever, but, and that's, um, so I'm familiar with what you're talking about, where it gives you the option. It's like you can just stay on the road or you can pull off and pay the toll. Yeah. But I and I was when I called Plate Pass, I was ready to kind of be a dick to them to get my money back because I know I stopped and paid every toll where I was able to. Yeah. Uh, but the woman was actually very nice. And she just explained it to me like I was five, which I needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, listen, they're, the the toll booths just don't exist. You're just you, they're, they're snapping pictures of your car. And that's the only way. You know, the toll is paid. You're you're yeah. mailed something and that's how you pay it. Unless you have a Hertz car, in which case we take care of it and you pay it through us mm. um, or through Hertz, I should say. So, yeah, I, th- I just thought that was bizarre. 
I feel like I don't know. And I, I, I start at first I started to get like pushy with her. I'm like, you know, I, I drove to New York uh, just a few months ago and I, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, well, they just started it this summer. So apparently it is relatively new. So do do you just play a, pay a flat rate? Would it have been that much in, in tolls if you had? It's just... whatever the toll is. I don't know what the RFK is, but it's it's whatever the place the toll the, the toll is is what you get charged. And then well, you I know, pay but, a service but... fee for the plate pass. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to say because you said Hertz takes care of it. I don't know if they they just charged you a flat rate or. No, they charge you per day, and then the toll. There's like a per day service charge. So if you hit for the plate one... pass. Yeah, if you if you hit one toll, one open road toll that you don't that you're unable to pay, you know, by driving up to a toll booth and paying for it, then they charge you per day that you have the rental, hmm. which is ridiculous. Um, but I only had the rental two days, and I was I had tolls both those days, so I wasn't going to argue with them on that. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. So it's like a little public service announcement. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess anything to keep traffic moving, though, especially there. Yeah, I'd be interested to see statistics, you know, if it's helped at all. Yeah. I will say uh, we didn't really have any major traffic issues going into and leaving the city when we went. So maybe it is making a difference. That's good. Okay. Anything else, Corey? No. All right. I got a couple things. So last Friday, I left the house first thing in the morning. It was 630, cold. Uh I'm on a mission to get an SNES classic. So my plan was to go to Best Buy and see if there's a line there. If there's a line there, I was going to get out and wait because they were apparently handing out tickets starting at 7 a.m. And then if if nothing was going on there, I was just going to run over to Target and see if I could get one at Target. So I left the house. It was freezing. It was like it was 40 degrees. Uh, We had just come off of 90 degree days here. So I was not used to the cold at all. Uh, so I was I drove by Best Buy and there was a line of like 20 or 25 people. And I was like, I am not going to stand out in the cold 40 degree weather for three hours until Best Buy opens. So I whizzed right by Best Buy and went to Target. There's a lot of people at Target, too. I was surprised at how many people were waiting in line. So I got there like maybe five minutes before they opened. And uh, I just waited, but waited in the car until the store actually opened when the store opened I, I walked out and got got behind behind the line and they were they're handing out tickets for people who wanted a snes classic and actually the woman in front of me uh was just going to target and uh the guy the target guy asked her he's like you here for the snes classic she's like no should i be <laughs> he's like well let's see you know this is a new nintendo thing she's like how much is it Eighty dollars. So she she bought one, even though she Good wasn't her. going there for one. I don't know if she had kids or something that 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 would have been interested, but that's cool. awesome. Yeah, I got a ticket. I was number twenty five in line. Uh, walked out with my SNES Classic about ten minutes later. They had uh, they had the I don't know if you, you got you guys remember our target, but the customer service registers are on the left-hand side. As you walk in, they had all those three registers open. They had someone handing out the systems to people with tickets. And then they had those three registers ringing people out. So it was like smart. It was, it was perfect. Like I couldn't have asked for a a better, a better time. And they had about 60 systems. I I overheard the, yeah. yeah, the workers saying that target got the biggest allotment of retail systems out of anyone. So I ended up picking the right place and I was home by like, 715 which was great 
So I didn't end up playing it until later that night, though. I just didn't get the opportunity to play it. But I've since played quite a bit of SNES Classic. Uh, so I'll talk about that during what, what I played. Uh, I also tried the Naked Egg Taco from Taco Bell. For those that are not familiar, it is a breakfast taco that has a fried egg for the shell instead of an actual shell. Uh, and then inside is you can get bacon or sausage and then potatoes. And then it's got like drizzled nacho cheese on top. And it is fantastic. A uh, little bit greasy, a little on the greasy side, but I don't go to Taco Bell expecting something like not greasy, you know? No, no, you'd be suspicious <laughs> if it wasn't. Exactly. If it was all, <laughs> if it was all dry. Uh, but it is really good. It's it's a good blend of flavors, and I think the the egg taco like is 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 pretty firm, so it does hold everything in there pretty well. Stuff oozes out the back a little bit, but it's a it's a good breakfast item. I hope they end up adding it permanently, and it's not just a temporary thing like I keep reading. But it's quite good. Is it? Um, can you only get that for breakfast? I think so. I, I They don't do all-day breakfast like McDonald's does. I think it's only oh, 10.30 or 11. They stop serving breakfast. Speaking but. of McDonald's breakfast, I had a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle the other day. Uh-huh. Those are always good. Oh, yeah. they're, they're fantastic. I, I've never liked the McGriddles until recently. Again, it's the sweet and savory. Sweet I, and I savory, recently yeah. acquired a taste for. And that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, and it was probably cheaper. Like My son likes to get the Egg McMuffins occasionally. If you just buy just a straight up egg McMuffin, it's like four twenty five, which is insane. Because you can get them like two for three dollars a lot of times. That's why I hate McDonald's. Oh, it's McDonald's awful. Is, I maintain the worst fast food there is. I yeah. totally agree. I occasionally will get a craving for the double cheeseburgers, um, but that's very infrequently. Gotta have Wendy's for the double. Yeah, Wendy's is a pain in the balls to go over to from where Damn. I am. It is. I'm lazy. I'm lazy. Uh, so there's that hockey. Hockey started. Yeah, it did. We had our uh, fantasy hockey draft for our league, um, and then my wife started one in, in on her side of the family, so I had that one on Tuesday. Uh, fantasy drafts are not easy with four kids because we try to draft. They're always like right when bedtime starts, so we try to draft on our phones when we're trying to. Uh, usually put the twins to bed and keep the other two from making a ton of noise. It's not easy to concentrate. So definitely not, definitely not my best draft, but we'll see. So it's all about the mid season moves, you know? Yeah. I feel like hockey especially is, uh, is, is harder to draft for than, than at least football. I, I can't speak to baseball, but I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot more questions about hockey. Yeah. Cause it's just a matter of like, Who's playing with Connor McDavid? I don't know. Do you know? Who knows? Yeah. Like you have an idea, but that could change and that could well, majorly most. that could majorly influence, you know, yeah. what happens. I also feel like hockey is a and I don't play the other I mean I play fantasy baseball, but I I just kinda auto draft and then go from there. I actually went to one fantasy baseball this year. Hey, congrats. Thanks. <laughs> I had zero moves. Made zero <laughs> pickups or drops. I just ended up winning. Wow. Nice. Auto draft. I can't take any credit. <laughs> I barely even set up my lineup. But anyway, hockey, like I feel like you can recover midseason. Football, if you have a bad draft, it's going to screw you up for the whole season, I feel like. I've never been able to recover from like a really bad injury to one of my star players. Um, and at least in my fantasy football league, there's 14 teams. 
So there's never any good free agents. See, I, all set up a, I set up a fantasy football league at work this year. Um, and I made sure I, I set the cap at 10 teams. I didn't want too many teams in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that happened to me a couple of years ago, Dan, in the football league with Ken, mm-hmm. um, who was on our, what was it, UFC podcast? Yeah, yep. UFC video game podcast. Mm-hmm. So he used to do a football league, and he had the draft like super early in the preseason one year. Mm-hmm. And my two top receivers both tore their ACLs in the yeah. preseason. And you might as well not even play at that point. Well, I was so pissed because I think it was a $50 league. Wow. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm just handing over 50 bucks. Yeah. You know? Because the draft was too early. Because yeah, players get yeah. hurt a lot of times in the preseason in football, you know? Yep. And any sport, really. But it seems like football more so. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone, did anyone else want to talk hockey? hockey no, draft? I think, I mean, I'm pretty happy with my, my fantasy team. Got my couple goalies that I always hope to get. And uh, I was happy with my team overall. It's kind of a weird year for me. Like this year, more so than any year, I've been more interested in football when hockey starts. So I haven't really been in the hockey loop. Um, it's going to be weird to try and reconcile the two. Yeah, like I don't there's know. There's a there's a lot of rookies that I've never heard of playing. Yeah, I was watching well, the, Boston today. There's probably four four or five players I had never heard of. I had the Rangers game, the Rangers, I watched the Rangers, uh, they started at 7 p.m. tonight, and they did, they announced all the team members, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy, you know, it's oh, like my man. first time hearing his name. Yeah. I, you know, I don't follow hockey as closely as you guys do, but I, I at least usually know the Sabres roster pretty well. Yeah. I had the same thing, Corey, I was listening to the player introduction, I was like, <laughs> who is that? There was like five or six guys, I was like, I've never heard of these guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, but you know what? I I uh, I did. I ended up splitting the NHL TV package with three friends, um, which has been great so far. We haven't had any any issues. If anybody's wondering about how that's worked for us, uh, mm-hmm. I know at least three of us were watching games tonight. Nice. Um, because I got thinking to myself. Well, not only did I, you know, I wanted to watch more hockey this year, but um, when the baby comes, I figured a lot of my video game time that is spent playing FIFA where I can't, I can't really <laughs> be in an online game and go yeah. do something I need to do yep. for the baby is probably going to turn into more watching hockey. Yep. Probably even basketball. <laughs> well, cause hockey, the good thing about hockey too, is it's on every night. It, yeah. You know, every night there's at least two or three games you can, you know, watch East yeah. coast, West coast. So, you know, I thought it was only 90 bucks with a student discount. So it was twenty twenty two seventy five or something each. That's awesome. Yeah. Even if I watch, you know, a handful of games, but I'll watch more than that. Uh, Eric, if you're ever looking for somebody to split that stuff with you, let me know. I thought you guys already had it. I have some some nefarious tools that I use oh, to, to watch right. sports games. Um, I mean, geez, if I had known, I, I definitely would have because I could have done it with my address here and you, you would have got all the Rangers games. Oh, yeah. Good point. Because that's what I made sure we did because one, one, the one guy lives in Buffalo and I go, do not let him be the one that purchases it or I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. So you were the one that purchased it then for? No, Jeff did. He lives in D.C. So uh, it makes sense we too. Just, yeah. We just don't get the shitty Caps games. 
<laughs> That's good. Are you tech? Are you considered to be in the Capitals market or yeah. Hurricanes? Capitals, just Capitals. capitals. I, I looked online. I put my zip code in for the NHL TV. Yeah. And the Capitals were the only ones that were blacked out. But you okay. guys, I put our, my old zip yeah. code in, and it's four teams. Four teams. I know. Islanders, Sabers, Rangers, and uh, Devils. Yep. That's ridiculous, crazy. man. It's because MSG. That MSG covers all of them. So it's like. I mean, listen. I'm not opposed to giving you my login. <laughs> no, it's okay. The tool I use works very well. I get high def, 60 frames per second games. Well, it would just be nice to have like more accessibility because the only way I can watch them is if I'm in front of my PC. Yeah. If you're if you're ever in a bind, shoot me a text. I'll let you know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, touchdown, Brady! Get in there. <laughs> who All who right. caught it? Uh, must have been Hogan. Was yes, it, sir? Get nice. in there, boys. All right. Yeah. Now God, we're talking. It's weird rooting for the Patriots. Did Amendola get hurt yet? Is that's my question. Quick fantasy football update. <laughs> I got. I've got to check. If Amendola got hurt? Yeah, because he always gets hurt. No. Oh. I'm killing it in fantasy hockey. I'll tell you guys that much. I'm doing all right. What is this? Your dad, I'm never going to beat your your dad in face-off wins. He's got every center in the fucking league, I'm pretty sure. I gave him a, a, a we talked about on our in our group chat the other night about how he has no goalies, and I gave him a hot tip on a goalie, but I don't know. I don't think he's going to go for it. He should trade, because he's got plenty of centers. He's got good centers he could trade. I'm not Snag in a very goalie. goalie position either. We should have made that goalie change. I just kind of dropped, I dropped the ball on that. What was the goalie change that you wanted to make? Only uh, having two? Either you can only have two goalies on your roster at any time, or I think the other one we were kicking around is uh, two goalie starts. Or changing the stat categories a little bit so goalies were less valuable, so there, you wouldn't want to carry more than two. I think I think next year that needs to be done. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Because I only ended up drafting, drafting two goalies this year because well, there wasn't two, anybody left. Two solid starters, and then I picked up Grice because mm-hmm. it sounded like in the chat he was going to get some PT, mm-hmm. and he was projected to get twenty wins. So I was like, "Yeah, hey, I'll take a shot." Mm-hmm. Okay, we should do. Uh, do we want to do something hockey related in the podcast, like we're doing with football, or do we want to kind of hold off on that till after football? Maybe if the, if, if there's we interest, found something you know, I think there's plenty. There's probably plenty of interest with our listenership. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know how we would do it. Yeah. You know, because there's so many games. Yeah, good yeah. point. Man, football's, football's easy for that sort of stuff. Kick around like some a, ideas. Some, some sort of weekly. Yeah, maybe we pick like the NBC game. That way it's available oh, but, yeah. to everybody to watch. That's and then idea. you just make your pick on that. You get a point if you get it. Yeah, something like that. We'll, we'll figure and, it out. Uh, with score prediction. If you get the score right, you get an extra point. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. All right, we'll we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, should we get into what we played? Do we want to take a break? I'm good. If you guys I'm are good. good, good. Who wants to go first? Corey? You already heard from oh. me. Oh, that's yeah. Right. I, I think you're the only one that has anything. <laughs> I'm only one. Okay. Unless you guys really want to hear about my FIFA Ultimate Team. Mm. All right. Do you want to hear about? <laughs> no, that's fine. If you want to talk about it, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I think I'm good. Um, do you want to hear about Golf Story, Divinity 2, or the SNES Classic? I want to I hear, about hear about all of those. 
Golf story. Golf okay. story. I'll start with golf story. So I've played about 13 hours worth of golf story. Uh, I thought it would be much shorter than that, but it's actually, and I don't even feel like I'm that close to the end. So there's a significant amount of content there. Um, it's good. It's surprisingly good. It's got good humor. Um, it's, it's, I've heard it said it's a charming game and it definitely is. It's got the whole, uh, kind of Stardew Valley, uh, aesthetic to it a little bit, but it's, it's quite good. Uh, and the golf is actually, uh, once you unlock your abilities and start getting different clubs and stuff, the golf ends up being pretty, pretty good and, and challenging. So, nice. um, it's, it's a good golf game. It's, it's a, it's a good RPG, lots of content. It was only 15 bucks. If you have a switch, I, I would definitely suggest golf story. It's surprisingly good. Is it a lot of text? Um, there's a fair amount of text, but it, it's, it's all, that's how all the communication is done. Um, but it's all, it's all entertaining and you can just like mash a to sk- or whatever the button is to skip over if you don't want to read it. Um, but it's, like I said, it's fairly entertaining. It's kind of an underdog story. Uh, your guy, I, I talked about it before. I think it's your wife that ends up leaving you for, for someone else because you, you want to focus your life on golf and, uh, you walk on the course for the first time and you know, the, the, everyone makes fun of you for how bad your swing is and the coach doesn't want to give you lessons. So you kind of have to prove yourself to everyone. Does that hit close to home for you, Dan? <laughs> uh, no, because I never aspired to be a good golfer because I knew I was never going to be a good golfer. Weren't you on the high school golf team? I tried out for the high school golf team as a senior, having never picked up clubs before, really. <laughs> you didn't make the team? No, yeah, I didn't make I got cut like <laughs> two practices in, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I ended up okay, being. You I know, like, gave it the old college try, Dan. I gave it the old college try. It was mostly because some of our friends were also trying out for the golf team. That's why we we did it as like a group. Um, I ended up like I'm okay at golf, not good, but and I enjoy yeah, golf. I so fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so that's golf story. Yeah, I really like golf story. I've enjoyed. I it heard. Thoroughly. I was. Um, I was listening to Kotaku split screen this morning and they were saying how you can just like drop a ball anywhere yep. and hit it yep hit it at people at things there's a bunch of like Corey, you talk about uh being rewarded for ex- exploration there's a there's a lot of that sort of stuff like you have to hit like there'll be a random like rainbow hole in the woods somewhere that you hit a ball into and you get like an experience bonus and some money uh, there's that stuff like all littered all over the all over the game like there's a bunch of different challenges you can do like Anytime you go to, I, I think I've unlocked like five courses so far. That seems like there's going to be seven or eight total. But anytime you go to a new course, there's like different challenges based on the on the course. So one of the early ones you unlock is called Lurker Valley, and it's kind of run by like cave people almost. Uh, there's an archaeologist there, uh, so you have to do some some digging, digging for some some relics. Uh, it's really really interesting game. I, I like it a lot. A lot of side stuff to do too. So. Are we anticipating this on PC? I have no idea. I have not heard one way or the other if it's coming to other platforms. I can imagine at some point it will, but it might just be a Switch game. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. I would say it will will at least eventually come out on PC. I'd be surprised if it didn't. Probably PC, PS4. That seems to be how things go. So, yeah, Golf Story. Definitely, definitely recommended. I dig it. Uh, Divinity 2. So Divinity 2 was what I went to after I got frustrated with Cuphead and, and couldn't advance any further, uh, which ended up being a mistake because I also got frustrated with Divinity 2. Oh. I'm still working on that one battle, Corey. I've tried it probably four or five times. 
Uh, and finally got to the point where I backed out and I'm trying to re-equip my party and hopefully maybe gain another level of experience before I, I revisit it. Did you not, not get the help? I got help for two okay. of the t- two of the times. Uh, did not help that much. My help died pretty quickly. So, yeah, I'm not having so, any luck. So, have you gotten to the point where the, wor- the void yes. worm comes out of the ground? Yep. Uh, I think that is the key to winning that battle because yeah. you uh, want... I- what I started doing is like, cause the first time I kind of worked with the people you're fighting to kill the thing. Right. The few times after that, like I started attacking them, but they would attack me back if I attacked them. So I was getting hit by that thing and then hit by hit by them too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what I tried to do was kind of, uh, help the void worm while staying out of the void worms way. Yeah. And that's how I having success it's a little bit of luck too that battle was super hard and uh i kind of found myself like everybody died and i just had one character that i was kind of like keeping alive and uh this one character was strong enough to survive while the void worm did damage to the other guys and Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of how it worked but yeah i think i'll definitely have to like luck my way through that when i end up getting getting around to it just try different methods do you have the teleport spell I don't think I have teleport, but I have uh, cloak and dagger, which is a teleport spell of sorts. Well, so what's nice about the teleport spell is you can cast it on your enemies and move them. Yeah, uh, I've had that happen to me. Yeah, by by them, and they'll drop someone like in the ocean, way away from the battle, and it takes them like two turns to get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's handy for that reason. Um, but yeah, it's less about like combat than it is about just staying alive and, and that moving. battle specifically is very much about trying to just stay alive and, and yeah. manage all the stuff that's happening to your party. Yeah. Cause um, I haven't had too much trouble since the beginning. I haven't had too much trouble with, with battles since, but that one's, that one's a doozy. Have you pretty much cleared the Island? Yeah. I think there's a couple minor things that I, that I can do to get some experience. And, um, but I've, I've pretty much covered, covered everywhere. Okay. What level are you? Do you know? Eight, nine. Yeah, that sounds. I think I was level eight when I got through it. So sounds about we'll right. See. I'll, I'm, I'll keep revisiting it because I I freaking love that game. It's so good. So I'll I'll keep at it. Top three order. top three games of the year on Open Critic. I can see that. Number three. Nice. Uh, SNES Classic. So I played a ton of SNES Classic. I was actually surprised at how uh, interested in it my my kids were because I I told them I was like this is what I played when I was not your age but a little bit older. Uh, so they were they were all your age. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what I played. <laughs> uh, so Dan, yeah, did we you tell them super- about walking uphill to school both ways. No, oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to wait till they get a little bit older before I actually <laughs> use that one. <laughs> I can't wait. Uphill in the snow. Both yeah, oh, God, I was freezing. Mm-hmm. Out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we had them play Super Mario World and they they loved it. They just loved it. I was, like I said, kind of surprised. But it turns out Super Mario World holds up really well. And me and my yeah. wife played a significant amount of Super Mario World. Uh, so I played Star Fox. Star Fox does not hold up. That's almost a skip. I played through the first world so I could do... Uh, unlock Star Fox 2, which I haven't played yet, but you have to unlock it by by playing through the first one, the first level on the first one. Uh, I played Mario Kart, which also does not hold up at all. 
uh, especially as compared to Mario Kart 8, which is fabulous. Mario Kart, that's not worth playing, pretty much. Um, and then I played a decent amount of Donkey Kong Country, which holds up surprisingly well. That game is really good still. Um, it I was going like, to ask specifically about Donkey Kong. Yeah, it, it's it's like tight controls. Uh, the graphics, like they're not great, but they look the 3D model looks really good for it being how, how old of a system it is. Um, very surprised. I played Kirby's Dream Course, which holds up. That's like a mini golf. Oh, game. dude, I used to love that game. That game is really, really good. Dan, so, what? Come on, did did you play it or not? I did not play Final Fantasy three yet. No. <laughs> um, so we, I spent most of the time playing Super Mario World. Me and my wife are doing uh, two player, uh, going through all the. We're trying to get all the secrets as we move along. I actually, what ha- what ended up happening is my wife was going and getting all the secrets because she remembers all that stuff from all those years ago. Uh, we did, however, find a secret world that neither one of us had ever heard of or been to, uh, which was really interesting. And I can't remember the name. Do you remember the name of the secret world? So soda something. Soda Bay. Soda Popinski's. Soda Bay. I don't So it, it was a water level. It was soda something. Soda's point. What? It was below the two bridges. Do you remember? Before you get to the forest. Anyway, we yeah we had never <laughs> never heard of that that place. Uh, we I think I asked like what the what the dots mean. So we looked it up, and is it the the flashing red dot means there's two exits and and unlock you can unlock a secret and then the just the normal colored dot is uh, just one one exit and one way to no finish secret. the world. So yeah, we figured once we figured that out we knew that we were missing something and we actually looked it up because I don't think there's any way you could find the exit to that world uh, on accident. Cause you kind of have to like, it's right where the, the tape is that's going up and down at the end of the world. And you have to like go, you have to get a Yoshi and go underneath that and like flip yourself up behind it and then run to the second exit at the end. So there's no way like you would accidentally find that unless you knew it was there, you know? Uh, but yeah, that game holds up really well. It looks looks really good still. Uh, and then I played uh, quite a bit of Mario RPG because I'm going to play through Mario RPG and then I'm going to play Final Fantasy 3. That's awesome. Yeah. Is Illusion of Gaia on there? No, Secret of Mana is on there, okay, which I have not I played, but I'm going to get to that. I met Super Metroid I'm going to get to. Um, so many good games on that thing. I'm very jealous. I didn't really share my uh, SNES Classic story. My girlfriend, the day it was released, was getting her nails done. Oh. <laughs> and the woman who was doing her nails was like, hey, do you know anybody that wants a SNES Classic? Uh, I got three of them this morning at Target or something. I don't know if it was Target, but something. And uh, my girlfriend told me, she's like, well, I hadn't heard you talk about it. So I told her you weren't interested. And I was like, no. I don't know. I, apparently, they're kind of available, though. So yeah, honestly, like uh, uh, from what I gather, people were getting them pretty easily launch morning. Like there, there's obviously if you live in a huge area, there's not as many. But as yeah. far as I know, like I, people weren't livid on Facebook like they were when the NES Classic came out that they couldn't find one. So, and I had heard uh, that they are gonna keep keep stock, like keep stocking them. So cool, keep find them. They'll keep yeah. stocking them until the uh, Switch gets a virtual, virtual console. 
Yeah. I mean, I would still probably like if they came out with the Nintendo 64 classic next year, even with the virtual console, I would probably still buy it because there's really nothing like playing those games on the controller. You were meant to play it on. Yeah. Holding that Nintendo super Nintendo controller. It just, it brought me back like the wave of nostalgia. Just, just. And isn't that like, I think, I feel like that's the goal of of these classic these uh, Nintendo classic releases. It's like there's this whole generation of people who grew up with our products and they're going to see like $80 price tag for this console and all those games are just going to speak to them when they were 10 years old. Yep. Like their inner child. I I feel like it's a steal. Yeah. I do too. I really, I really <laughs> feel like I ripped Nintendo off by buying one of those. Corey, like, you going to let her off the hook for that? <laughs> yeah back in those days one game was 80 bucks you know yeah, like, exactly and that's 80 dollars back then it's it was worth way more than 80 dollars now is yeah exactly even the system like it the actual console part of it like it feels really solid and the power button you flick up like you did on the old one and the reset button you push up to get back into the, like the main menu like it's just it's such an amazing product i can't i can't believe something like that exists nice if I if yeah, I'm out trips. shopping one day at like Target and they have one, I'll probably grab it. Yeah, I got guilted out of it. I <laughs> told you guys that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's a good. I think it's a good impulse buy if you see one when you're out shopping, or if you happen to like just maybe on one day Amazon search and see if they have them. That that's a it's a good buy. That's that's. Uh, I was going to bring that point up. I signed up to be notified when it was available on Amazon. Yeah. Never got any notification. Same. Well, I know. So they sold out almost immediately on Amazon when they went up. So I think that's why you never because it doesn't notify you like immediately. It'll notify and, you a few hours later that they're available, but they were already sold out. Okay. And I figured that I mean, I figured like whether it notifies me or not, like I'm not going to get one through that. But I just feel like there should be some sort of. I don't know, communication method with Amazon that's like, hey, they're available, but by the time you click this link, they probably won't be. So, well, I know Amazon at least had them for sale overnight. It was like three or four o'clock in the morning where they yeah. went on sale, and by the time I woke up and would have would have pre-ordered one, like they were long gone. I think they were mm-hmm. they had been up for like half an hour before they were all sold out. I also think they didn't really know how many they were going to get, so yeah. I, they might have undersold their their stock. So. Yeah, but yeah. Keep looking if you haven't found one. I know we got some some feedback about about people who weren't able to find one. So I'm kind of still interested in building my own. Yeah, from a Raspberry Pi or whatever. It would probably cost you about the same amount, and you can yeah. put whatever games you want on it all the way through. I think it runs through. I think the Raspberry Pi three can run Wii games. Wow, maybe yeah, they're pretty powerful Impressive. for a thirty five dollar mini computer and uh, you got to buy a power cord you don't have to have a case for it but i would get a case for it and then yeah. a micro sd card is all you need to build one of those things i'd want a controller too yeah you can use a you could probably use your xbox controller if you want i wouldn't want to do that that would that would be cheating yeah it's it's definitely not the same going back and playing because i you know i've played like super mario world on the on the wii uh wii u maybe um, but yeah, going back, uh, super, same thing with Super Mario RPG. But playing with the actual like controller that you used way back in the day to play those games is just it's next level. 
what sort of advanced features are on the SNES Classic? Oh, okay. Is there like so, a save state or anything yep, like that? Yep, it's got four slots for a save state in a game. So if you are just playing and you need to stop for whatever reason, you just hit the reset button and, and go. Like, yeah, I think you push down on a menu and, and save it. Yeah, there's also a rewind. I think you can rewind up to a minute from your save state. Oh, I like so that. You, like, if something bad happens, you can rewind and, and revisit it. Um,. There's different like visual modes too. Uh, there's one with like scan lines. There's original, and then there's the pixel perfect. Well, and I haven't seen how those are different, but I use I put the p- pixel perfect one on. Um, so I, I I meant to play with that before we record. Mm. I forgot. But are they just using like ZSNES emulator software on I the SNES Classic? What, That's I don't what it know sounds what, like. <laughs> I don't know what the insides look like. I don't. Okay, but you can also change because obviously there's it's the original aspect ratio. So there's bars on the side, but you can set it up to like I have curtains on the side, like on the intro to Mario three. So awesome. they, they have different like backgrounds that you can have. Cool. So, but yeah, it's it's a, an amazing device. And if you can find one, buy it. Definitely. Especially if, if you have fond memories of the SNES like I do. And I really hope they come out with the Nintendo 64 classic. That's the one I think if they come out with that one, that's the one that I'll kill for. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight fight people in the store for it. The Stampede. <laughs> oh, baby. And it seems like they learned their lesson with the NES Classic, so hopefully, you know, if they do come out with that, they make enough like they did with the so far with the SNES Classic. So Yeah. Thumbs up. I think that's all I got. Covered everything right? Feedback? shall we yes let me um let me take a let me take two i'll be right back okay before we start feedback yeah unless you want to take a break and official break yeah we could take a quick break i don't want okay. you to I, can, I can go get a cup of water okay all right we'll be right back in just a moment welcome back everyone 324 of the thumbstick athletes podcast so I talked about it right briefly in the break, but I one of my friends just sent me some some information in video games. So this could be potentially breaking news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris Avalon, Avalon, yep. uh, contributed to Fallout 2, a co-founder of Obsidian. Apparently left Obsidian and now works with Larian, uh, who did Divinity 2. Uh, uh-huh. Apparently they have Fallout news to tease. <gasps> no. So could Larian be doing an old school Fallout? Is my no. Would they do an old school Fallout? I don't know, or if they, if they would do a new one, like a new, like a New Vegas, an offshoot of Fallout Four, maybe. Oh my God! Isn't that interesting? That's awesome. This is that's um, game, game Informer Online. I hope it's not a today. I hope it's not a throwback. I think it would be cool if it was. No, I played Wasteland. It wasn't that good. Well, that's Wasteland. It's This is Fallout. But Fallout was born out of Wasteland. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I want to I wanna know now, like, what, what's going on here. Yeah, tell me, tell me right meow. Hang on, I got to text him back real quick. That, that sounds cool. Um... Yeah, because I think, like, what Larian does really well, which is storytelling, which is exploration, which is yeah. 
I mean, for me, it's, fit, for me, it's the whole package. Would fit with the Fallout game. It would be awesome for Fallout. I mean, a lot of people's favorite Fallout is New Vegas, who was done by Obsidian. Yeah. Like I said, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff right there. So we'll keep what, you posted. What could be the... Okay, so that's the best case scenario of the news. Yeah. What's the worst case scenario of the news? I mean, you, you could always go the mobile game route, but is Larian going to make a mobile game? They're making a Fallout Shelter add-on. <laughs> Fallout, Fallout Shelter DLC. Paid DLC. Ugh. Free. That would be awful. Wait, so was that in a tweet? That was on Game Informer Online. He just sent me the okay. thing. So it, Game Informer is legitimate, obviously. Yep. Interesting. Okay, so moving on to feedback. This is from Alex, who says, Hey, guys, I watched Logan Lucky, and it was a surprisingly good movie. Same director as the Oceans 11 through 13, and it has a pretty fun Game of Thrones reference. I also beat Dragon Age Inquisition and Trine 1. Enjoyed both of them. Well done, sir. Yeah. Finally, I got uh, I finally got to handle a switch for the first time and instantly fell in love. I was running around in Zelda and climbed a mountain, after which I saw some big rocks uh, and a set of trees that looked like goalposts. So I thought it'd be fun to try and get a rock to go through them. The third rock finally made it and turned out to be a location for a seed. I instantly fell in love with the game at that moment. I can't wait to get a switch. Have a great week, Alex. Uh, P.S. I originally sent this fe- feedback on the 14th. Uh, PBS, I have sent an email every week and it keeps getting skipped. Might be going to junk mail. I don't think so. Not as far as I know. I'm pretty sure Corey told us to skip it every week. I don't know what his problem is. (laughs) Corey, you joke. I definitely didn't do that. I don't know how we miss stuff. How do we miss stuff? I don't know. It's it's always possible. When I look at um, the Thumbstick Athletes email in my Gmail app on my phone. Um, if people send something in a square space. Form um, submission. Yeah. Submission. Sometimes it like bunches up. So it'll show all of them in one email. Uh, and I, I don't see them sometimes either. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, it's yeah. always possible. Just so if, 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 if that happens, let us know and we'll, we'll try to get to the bottom of it. That makes sense, though. If it's a repeat offender, then it would be in the same thread in, in Gmail. Which is annoying. That is really annoying. Me. Well, so yeah, yeah, I've got three emails right here that are all compiled into one Squarespace thing. There you go. And then there's a, a, a separate Squarespace thing, I think. Yeah, there is. <clears throat> Which is weird. Okay, yeah, that's probably that's probably the reason. All right, you're right, Eric. Okay, uh, so Logan Lucky, Corey? What's Logan Lucky? Movie. Is that like the Logan movie? I don't know. I don't know what Logan Lucky is. I don't either. Let's do a quick Google Google search. Director is Ocean's 11 through 13. Oh, it's a director. No, it's a movie. Yeah. West Virginia family man Jimmy Logan teams up with his one-armed brother Clyde and sister Millie to steal money from the Charlotte Motor Speedway in North Carolina. Jimmy also recruits demolition expert Joe Bang to help them break into the track's underground system. 93 oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Steven Soderbergh. Heist movie then, huh? Yeah, I'm into it. Nice. Oh, I didn't, yeah, mention, I, I didn't mention when I went to see it, I used my movie pass for the first time. Nice. Super, super painless. Good. 
So as we were walking to the theater, I checked in to the movie I wanted, and then I just walked up the counter, they swiped my card, and that was it. Nice. Very easy. So I think this weekend we're going to go see Blade Runner. Oh, I kind of want to see that. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with the whole Blade Runner thing. It's a science fiction. It's like, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't get the first one. What? How you felt about it, Corey? What? It was okay. <laughs> you guys should rewatch it. You really should rewatch it now as adults and let me know what you think. Okay, yeah, because it's been a while since I've seen it. I think I saw it as a teenager. As an idiot teenager, I should say. Apparently Harrison Ford does some of his best best acting ever in the new one. Really? Yeah. Huh. Cool. Which I I mean I'm I like Harrison Ford, but I know he's not a very good actor, so it'll be it'll be cool to see him at his best. How dare you talk about Han Solo like that? Come on. <laughs> he's not the best actor. How dare you? Very charming, very charismatic. But that's where it ends. How dare you, Corey? Okay. I think that's all. Um, oh, you talked about the Switch. Yeah, I I can't say enough good things about my Switch. I love it. It's so good. Uh, Stardew Valley came out today on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. I'll be buying that as soon as I'm as soon as I'm done with Golf Story. I'm going to buy Stardew Valley for it. The uh, the dude whose desk desk is next to mine was. We were talking about video games, and he's like, yeah, my brother wants me to get some stupid Stardew Valley game. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Well, hold the phone. Wait a second. That game's awesome. Brother's I put over I put over 80 hours into it. And he's like, oh, well, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. That's I tried funny. to sell somebody on it today at work. They didn't. They weren't listening to me. Yeah. It's one of those games that, I don't know. You can't really sell to anybody. Well, I, here's what I said. I said, did you like Harvest Moon growing up? She's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you should definitely check out this game that came out. Because I know she has a Switch. Because when they were in stock on Amazon, I alerted her because she was looking for one. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I said, you should check this game out. And I got, I got no response. <laughs> wow. At least, you know, check it out. Whatever, Eric, you weirdo. <laughs> She's weirder than I am. <laughs> okay. Uh so that was from Alex. So Alex is number one on our game giveaway list. The next is from Blake B, who says, Hey TSA crew, been listening to you guys regularly for a few years now. Look forward every Friday morning to listen to you on my way. Uh, to work and back. You do a great job and hope it never changes. Now for why I'm emailing. I went to Walmart early Friday morning around 6.30 a.m. on my way to work, thinking maybe I can get a leftover SNES Classic. I asked Electronics Clerk if electronics clerk, if there are any left. Uh, he basically says, does a bear shit in the woods? So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the gaming row anyway, and lo and behold, there's a Switch in stock. Now I'm a PC gamer through and through. Have went through almost every console, but end up selling or trade, trading them in eventually because, you know, PC for life, right? But I grabbed this Switch and a copy of Breath of the Wild, and oh my god, what have I been missing? I haven't felt this way since I was a kid. I played 10 straight hours today because I was off work and the wife wasn't. Seriously, I went back to your Breath of the Wild episode, and now I know what you meant. There's so much I want to talk about, but I know it's past due. Anyway, my questions are, have you guys ever thought about going back to it? I uh, think Nintendo will release a higher resolution copy. Not that it bothers me much. 
And what will it take for Corey to get another switcheroo? Thanks, guys. Mm. P.S. I'm going to dabble in the NFL underdog with my Steelers currently at 8.5. Wow. Bold. Who who, who are they playing that they're 8.5 point underdogs? Yeah, that's a good question. Let me check for you, Daniel. Let Got me it. put, uh, I'm, I'm adding. Kansas so City. I sent. Go ahead. I uh, sent you guys the link to our master spreadsheet of all the picks. Yeah. Um, and right now I'm adding Blake B to the list for week five. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. They are an eight point favorite. Favorite? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Blake, you're cheating. Blake's cheating. <laughs> um, Blake, if you need us to explain the rules, and I assume this is Blake Bortles, by the way, so if he needs us to explain it, <laughs> he is really in trouble. Uh, they're an eight-point favorite at home to the Jaguars. Okay. Yeah, I thought maybe they were playing Kansas City or something, that they would be so, eight-point. So, so here's what I'm going to do, Blake. In case we don't hear from you, I'm going to give you the Jags. That's fair. Uh, well, at, hold on, hold on. At eight points. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, if you would like to spec- specify otherwise, you can email us or get us on Twitter or anything like that. Yeah, if you're, you're probably listening to this on your way to work. We'll give you the Jags, which isn't a terrible pick, in my opinion. No, I agree. Against yeah. the Steelers. So you might want to you might want to stick with it. Okay. Uh, ditto on the Switch. Oh, has anyone thought about going back to the Breath of the Wild? I've actually gone back a couple times. Uh, I do want to... I've got to play through the DLC. Um, I've just been playing other things on my Switch, so... Uh, I will go back to it at some point, definitely. You know what I, I can't can't stop thinking about with Breath of the Wild is how great it would be to have this game on PC and see what the community comes up with, like in terms of modding and hacks yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it and is that, on PC. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I know. Kinda. There's, there's, like, yeah, there's <laughs> some some black he, hat ways to, to Tito, play it Tito on PC. talked about but, it. And I think that's awesome. And I think this is the type of game that would really benefit from that. Yeah. I honestly, since I since I beat it and haven't played it since, I haven't really thought about it. I haven't really missed it. Yeah. So that's just yeah. Great, I think about it occasionally. Um, as I said, it's gonna it's gonna be once my Switch library thins out a little bit because you know I'm going right from Golf Story to probably Stardew Valley for who knows how long, and I've got two I got two new Switch games coming out this month, and then Xenoblade Chronicles coming out at the beginning of december so what, what this month i know mario fire, uh fire emblem also mm. and that doesn't include indies uh i i heard Axiom uh, Verge Re- came out today Axiom, yeah there's the the, the e-shop is, is starting to get filled with like really good indie games uh red hook studios is going to put darkest dungeon on the switch which i think is brilliant and i will mm. definitely be buying that yeah. nice yeah so yeah uh yeah i want to revisit the dlc I, I guess the second dlc is supposed to be more story stuff than the first one the first one's kind of like expert mode type of stuff uh, but the second one's going to be story so once that comes out i'll definitely want to revisit revisit the the breath of the wild there's no story in zelda what are you talking about there is story it's just not in your face I the think story is mostly experienced through the interaction or the yeah the interactions with um the when when you get the pictures, yeah, in the in the album, once you visit 
visit those and inter- interact with those places. You, it's flashback story. I think you had a question about me getting a switch again. Yeah, it may never happen, honestly. Um, Finances are too tight. Uh, well, that's part of it, but honestly, it's just like, well, like for Mario and Zelda, eh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I just feel like I could just grab Will's Switch uh, over the Christmas break and play through Mario and be, do- be be done with it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I hear you. It's just tough. Be- yeah, because finances are a big part of it. And I, uh, if I were to upgrade or pay some sort of money towards something, it would be a new video card for my computer because that is from 2012 or 11 or something like that. So yeah, that's priorities. Um, and also the reason that one of the biggest priorities is because I can play almost everything on PC. So as much as I love Mario and Zelda, it's just like one of those things where I kind of have access to it through will. So yeah, well that, and you know, you get all the games that I buy on computer, you have access to, right? Exactly. Yeah. Shadow of War coming out Tuesday. Yeah, so you know, I I put a three hundred and fifty dollar investment in a new video card for my computer. Spend no money on games for the next <laughs> six years. I'm good. Right. Solid. Solid. Solid plan. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Amazon thing is nice for for Switch games. The Prime. Uh, what is it? Twelve. Twenty percent off. I think. I yeah. think it ends up being like twelve dollars. Which is great. So instead of paying sixty five for a new game, it's it ends up being like fifty one and change. So that's fantastic for any physical any physical purchases. I don't I don't know if physical PC games count, but physical PC games are why why even bother? You know. I uh, my anecdote. I put the disk drive on my computer and used it literally once in <laughs> six years. I took five, mine out five years. I took mine out a long time ago and I haven't missed it in the slightest. The one time I used mine was when I was, uh, it was before I had windows for this computer and I had all the parts and the computer was ready to go, but I didn't have an operating system. So mm-hmm. I got, was it Linux or yeah. Ubuntu or something yep. like that? Yep. Um, off my laptop and, and put it on a disc and then installed it that way. You can computer. install that with uh, thumb drives now. I, now I don't know about back then. I don't think I had a thumb drive. I think that was the issue. Oh, okay. And Windows now installs with uh, with thumb drives, which is awesome. Yeah. It's so much faster than having to do it through the CD. Like between between uh, solid state drives and installing Windows from the from the thumb drive, it takes no time at all. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's from Blake B, who's number two on our. He said out of SNES Classics, too, as a typo. Let us know where you're from, Blake. Yeah. We yes, like to definitely. do Blake in... Where do we think Blake's from? Jacksonville, Based on his email. Blake in Jacksonville. If he's... Well, I was, I was going to say if he's a Steelers fan, but Steelers fans are, like, everywhere. So that's not he's lying. indicative. I'm you it's Blake Bortles. Eastern I'm going to say... I was going to say Eastern Ohio, but... Probably not. Eastern Ohio? California. No. In California. West, West Virginia. I'm going to go Blake in Delaware. Delaware. I'm California. Okay. Okay. Those are good guesses. All right. 
Next is from Tate, who says, Sup, my favorite athletes of thumbsticks. This week is a little crazy. I didn't get a ton of time to play anything uh, earlier in the week, but yesterday I downloaded Dragon Age Inquisition after finally convincing myself it might be fun. Plus, I need a new RPG to play. I tried playing it a year or so ago and could not get into it, so I'm giving it a fair shake this time. I watched The Office this week, and two of my favorite episodes came up in my random search. Diversity Day. <laughs> Try my cookie cookie. And Scott's Scott's tots. Where he has to go tell the whole class he can't actually pay for their tuition anymore. It's cringingly awkward but amazing. Classic. Do you guys have any favorite episodes that you can think of that you never forget? Uh I usually will download one or two of the monthly free games on my Xbox. Uh and this this month there was a game called Gone Home. Have you any of you ever played it? It took me two hours to beat and the story was really intriguing and I got lost in it, but the ending really disappointed. Uh, the ending really disappointed. The game has a creepy vibe the whole time, keeps you on edge with the music and noises in the house. Then nothing really happens in that direction. I was pretty disappointed. Anyways, if you want an interesting story for a couple hours, I recommend trying it. My funny f- story for the week is I got an email from the campus police saying that at 6 a.m. the other day, a man was seen looting on the overpass over the freeway next to campus. And he also had exposed himself to a few women on campus that morning. I chuckled to myself because, one, it's bad enough that you feel the need to show your junk to people in public. But most of all, two, what the fuck were you doing for that at 6 a.m.? Like, I can imagine driving to work in that morning in the freeway and seeing a dude dangle his jangle on the overpass. Hilarious. But, oh, man, really? 6 a.m. Have a great week, gentlemen. Tate out. He's having more fun than I am. Yeah, seriously. There's lots to touch on in that. Uh, so Dragon Age Inquisition, giving it another try. I don't know. I don't know much about Tate, but I don't. I don't anticipate this being a Tate game, <laughs> based on what we do know. Why do you say that? I don't know. He's like a football guy. We all like know. sports. Yeah, fair enough. That's a, I guess that's a good point. But you guys also don't you you guys also don't like Dragon Age Inquisition. So I like Dragon Age. It that was, was my game of the year. Our game of the year. Dan and I yeah. both. Yeah. But you you regretted it. Well, I didn't yeah, but it, it doesn't mean I don't like it. <laughs> I didn't regret it. No okay. no regrets. Corey. Yeah, Corey's no off regrets. base tonight. All over the place. Just, just, he had, just honest. Just honest. Oh, it's because he had he he had a vodka soda. That's oh yeah, he had a vodka soda. Now he's all up. Ah, uh, this is like my fifth vodka soda. So oh, oh man, guy's shit face. Look at him. I'd be I'd be on the floor at that point. Damn! Look at look at the dog behind you just peeing everywhere. <laughs> it's because Sophie's here. Do you want one? <laughs> okay. Then all this Corey went from stone sober to piss drunk. No. Yeah. Just like that, like the snap of a finger. Oh, as man, he's fingers. like a Ferrari. Zero to 60. <laughs> All right, favorite favorite uh, Office episodes? Uh, first one, one that came to mind, for, sorry. For no, me, go ahead. Was the one where Robert California throws that party at his house. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. We're on the same wavelength because that I was the one, one I was going to bring up. <laughs> he, there's one line in there, and I can't remember what it is, but... The the part where he starts, the, he's got his shirt off and he's dancing with Gabe and Ryan. It's not a party unless you scare yourself or something yeah, like that. Unless you do something that scares you. <laughs> oh my god, yes. that's too funny. Love that one. I love the one where Jim. Um, Sorry, <laughs> Corey, mute yourself. <laughs> the one where uh, Jim changes Andy's ringtone, or I don't know if he changes his ringtone, but it's that oldie song. Uh, 
whatever it is, but he hides his phone and Andy yeah. ends up punching punching the hole in the wall. Yeah, that's a great one. That is a great one. Diversity Day is a great one. I they're all. I mean, there's there's not one episode I don't like, honestly. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite sequences is the Butlicker sequence <laughs> with with Jim and Dwight, where they're training Dwight to be more successful on a call and. And Jim's like, you need to speak louder. And, and Dwight's like, butt liquor. And then Michael comes in and Michael has the fake phone call with Jim and he's very successful. And Michael's like, see, like, this is how you do it. That's one of my favorites. I can't I couldn't tell you what episode that's from. I do love the one. Uh, I think it's a very early one where Jim puts all Dwight's stuff in jello mold. Yeah, that's oh, the first episode. This is I the think, first episode. It? Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, that's just so, that's so funny. Oh, I can just think about like doing that to somebody at work and just that's so great you should put him in custardy <laughs> oh. no you know which one i loved Pudding. the first time Pudding. that um dwight showed up it was a christmas one he showed up to the office and his whole desk and chair were wrapped in christmas paper uh-huh. he's like i'll have this out of here in no time and he goes to sit down and it's not a chair and he just falls <laughs> oh god yeah. jim Good messing stuff. with dwight is just the best yeah, and as much as I love the comedy, there's also those like those moments, quote unquote, like between office characters that I that's what that's what drew me to the show originally. Like Jim and Michael on the boat, uh, the booze cruise yeah. where where Michael's telling Jim oh, never yeah. you know never give never up give with up, Pam, yeah. just never give up. It's those little things like that that, that those are my favorite moments. Yep. When when Michael proposes to Holly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, gone uh, home. One more. I got one more. Go ahead. And this is, uh, I believe I said this, it was the last week of the week before. Still, I think the most awkward episode is the dinner party with, um, the, yeah. When, uh, Michael Jeff, and Jan have them over with the Asabuco. <laughs> Cause they're trying to get investors for, yeah. uh, Serenity Candles. by Jan Candles. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, that's good stuff. That's classic. And Scott's tots—he already talked about. Yeah, it's a good one. There's a whole subreddit. I think we talked about this, but there's a whole subreddit dedicated to can't watch Scott's tots. Yeah, <laughs> that's what brought up the awkward episode. Yeah, like people that can't watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. That that well, I remember the first time I I watched that. Like you just feel you almost feel dirty, you know. <laughs> Just how, ugh. but in a good way, I guess. Oh, yeah. Pam's art show. Yeah. Where Michael shows up late. Yeah. But he's oh, like yeah. into it, and Pam's so taken. She just like gives him a hug, and then he has the candy bar in his candy pocket. Candy bar in his pocket. She thinks he's got a bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good that stuff. Was, that was really good too. All right, uh, gone home. I wish Will had been on for this episode. I wish Tate had listened to the last 323 episodes because <laughs> we talked about it quite a bit. Will yeah. especially is I think uh, only, anti. I didn't play it. I didn't uh, play it either. Just me and Will then. Will is very anti-Gone Home. I thought it was a good game. Uh, not revolutionary, which seems to be the take that a lot of people have. So I think we're, we're generally... Uh, a little bit cooler on Gone Home than most people, but Will was uh, Will was probably in the same camp as you, Tate. Like the reveal at the end, he just was not into it all. Yeah. 
Yep. Will likes to rage on occasion about Gone Home. He which I get. Yeah, he doesn't let it go either. Uh, I think that's all on our... That's that. Okay. So Tate's number three. Yep. Next is from Eric, who says, uh, the Pond Hockey Podcast is back. That is all. Fuck the Penguins. <laughs> fuck the Blackhawks. Go Bolts. Love Eric. All right. I like it, Eric. Uh, like it does that qualify, Eric, for the game giveaway? Do you yeah, guys think? of course. Definitely. Well, we we haven't put any parameters around it, so yeah, I suppose it does. Well, it just has to be discussion worthy, and we can certainly discuss pond hockey and fuck the, the penguins plug. and fuck the blackhawks. The, the pond hockey podcast. So the pond hockey podcast. Um, I kind of I kind of don't want to. I don't want to do it. I like it, but I like just producing it. Uh huh. So uh, Will's kind of been running the show, and he grabs whoever's available, which is usually Dan. <laughs> usually me, yep. And then they do it, and then I, I produce nine, it. Nine times out of ten, I'm I'm available to do pond hockey. So if I watch more Sabers, I could at least talk Sabers. Yeah, I, mean, I I don't I don't know the ins and outs of hockey like you guys do, and I but you know that's fine. That's fine. No, definitely he'll he'll. He'll want to have more than just me on the show, I can imagine. So, um, I picked the Lightning to go to the Stanley Cup Finals in the East. Oh, Dan, spoilers! I didn't finish the episode yet. Oh, did we talk about that at the Shit. end of the episode? I barely remember. I barely like after we get done with an episode of anything, I barely yeah. remember what I talk about. You're talking um, Predators right now in mine. Okay. And they're two young defensemen. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Eric is number four. Yep. Next is from Idaho Jake, who says, "Hey guys, I will miss the live stream because as I'm, I am at my son's last home soccer game, I'm really really liking Destiny Two, but I have to take a break from it. So I started playing modded Skyrim again. Corey, have you tried the Beyond Skyrim mod? I'm really sucking at this underdog stuff. So in case you missed it, I am going with the Jags." Now for the Idaho Jakes, this day in gaming history, 1999, Quake 2 was released on the PlayStation, and 2010, Def Jam Rapstar was released for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Thanks, guys, and carry on. Hmm. Corey, Beyond Skyrim. Uh, not super familiar. I, I did a quick Google search right now. Beyond Skyrim, Bruma. Uh, travel beyond the borders of Skyrim and visit Bruma, the northern, the northmost county in Cyrodiil. Discover what has become of the city's residents since the events of Oblivion and all new adventures and storylines. That sounds cool. Um, I think I rage uninstalled all the Skyrim and mods that I had installed that I had spent like an hour and a half installing, which is like the story of my life. I'm constantly installing, uninstalling games and not playing anything. Did you, did you reinstall Rocket League yet? No, I haven't. I think that's for the best, though. I'm never going to be good at Rocket League, so like, why even bother? How do you feel about that, Eric? No, I disagree. Really? It's still fun. I don't, yeah, know. I don't think. Why do you need to be good at it? But I have fun playing other games too. I mean, and I think there's room for both, Corey. Hmm. I guess. I think it's the vodka talking. 
Definitely the vodka, Tommy. Definitely the vodka. I don't see any reason you couldn't have it uh, there. Because it consumes me when I play it. Like I don't, I don't stop. I just play till I okay. like. Okay, it's not because, okay. Though. It's because it's a great game. It is, it is a great game. I'll when it comes out on Switch, I'll probably end up playing it. Not regularly, but more than I do now. Just because it's the convenience. Like what I've, I've I've had this trouble for a while. Uh, probably the past year and a half that I feel like I should only be playing certain things on my computer and the switch, you know, alleviates that. Like, I don't know that I would have played steam world dig two on my computer. Cause I feel like I should be sitting and playing something huge that takes advantage of the power of my computer, you know? Yeah. So the switch is nice for that. Cause it's more convenient to play stuff for one. And, and so I, I have it with me more often. I wish you had gotten steam world dig for the computer. Well, yeah, because then you wouldn't been able to play it. But I don't, th- I don't think I would have played on the computer. You know. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. That's all for feedback. So. Okay, so we've got Change Alex. Alex at number one. Blake mm-hmm. B. New writer in at number two. Tate at number three. Eric at number four, and Jake at number five. Sorry, I'm a little bit slower than usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the woodka again. One through five. And the winner is... Number one, Alex. Alex. I still owe people games. I know I do. I just have to do it. All right, Alex. So you get games one through 197. And the first one up is game number 181, which is Poker Night at the Inventory. I recommend it. I really do. Um, If you're a lonely person, like I have been, uh, it's just kind of fun to, seriously, you pour yourself a drink, you hang out at your computer, and you play poker with some of your favorite video game characters. It's a a neat idea. It really is. Um... And I had played it before I was familiar with Claptrap, mm-hmm. which is one of... I don't know if he's in the first one, but uh, I know for sure he's in the second Poker Game yeah. at the Inventory. So, um, yeah, it's kind of fun to to hang out with those those characters. And they say cool stuff to you. It's fun. Uh, your next one up is 162, which is Medal of Honor, the new Medal of Honor game. Oh. And by new, I mean, when did that come out? Like four years ago? Yeah, I was going to say 2012, 2013. It's been a while. But you might be into that. Game number three is number 48. Uh, Back to the Future, the game. This Mm. is the Telltale Telltale. game. Uh, I like it. I like it. If you're into Back to the Future, I guess. The next one up is number 34. I like how we're getting the low numbers. Prison Architect. Mm. Highly, Ooh, highly, highly recommended if you're into the sim games. Yeah. Man, he's getting a good pick here. Yeah, this is, this is a nice bout. And the last one up, number 116. Oh, Dirt Showdown. Oh, man. Also recommended. He's having a great week here. Yeah, so Alex. Why is karma for missing all of his emails? <laughs> exactly. 
Alex, your options are Poker Night at the Inventory, Medal of Honor, Back to the Future of the Game, Prison Architect, and Dirt Showdown. Where are you guys going with this? Well, I would go Prison Architect, definitely. Because I don't own it. That's part of the reason. Give it to me one more time. Ones. Poker Night at the Inventory, Medal of Honor, Back to the Future of the Game, Prison Architect, and Dirt Showdown. I'd say either Dirt or Prison Architect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if good you like racing, though. go with Dirt, but I would not, probably Prison Architect. My brain is in the Poker Night at the Inventory. Um, only because I, I feel like you can't go wrong with that because it's like playing poker with friends. Um, and Prison Architect, I think, would be a close second. So we all kind of agree that Prison Architect would be a good one to go with. But yep. a lot of good options there, Alex. Whatever you're into, let us know. Yeah. Okay. Football? Football. 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 Let's right. recap. Recap. Week four. Dan, pick the bills. God bless you, Dan. <laughs> Victorious. And Dan was right at eight and a half points, according to... Footballlocks.com. Footballlocks.com. <laughs> we only yeah, use the best. <laughs> oh, man. Most reputable. Good for you, Dan. That, that's a big score. Uh, yeah. And what I like about that is it's big points. So you're back yep. in the game now. You know, yeah. it's, it's cool. Um, that's why I feel Eric, like even, even people that are joining now, like it's not too late if you make some risky gambles or even if you just make safe ones and make sure you get points every week. You know, yeah. but it's not going to be every week, but it's possible sure. to catch up. Uh, Eric went with the Giants yet again two weeks in a row, and the Giants let Eric down. Won't make that mistake again. Zero points. No, nor should you, because they're tanking now for for they're, uh, pick. They're they're also the favorite this week somehow. Who are they playing? Because they're Chargers. playing another 0 4 team. Oh, are the Chargers 0 4? Yeah. So Giants someone's got to break the streak. So somebody probably flipped a coin. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Someone, man. Someone's got to break their losing streak. I feel like whoever loses this game gets the number one pick in the draft, right? Because if you're 0 and 5, if you're 0 and 5, you're like, okay, let's not win any more games. That doesn't happen. At that point. It doesn't happen? No. Uh, no. How do you tank in football? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. I'm just. If it nah. was my team, I'd be like, guys, let's just not win another one. Anyway, uh, we'll pick the 49ers. Will's doing great at zero points total <laughs> across the board. Yeah, he's having a good... And so far, his pick tonight isn't really panning out. Um, I picked the Rams at five and a half. And once again, guys, I don't know what's going on. Should I, Corey, maybe should you should I, start gambling. Should I go to Vegas and start gambling? Uh, I was correct. I have uh, 16 points total. Uh, four for four on my underdog picks. I don't know what's going on. Uh, moving on to, yeah, moving on to Idaho, Jake pick the Dolphins zero points for him. I don't think we had, oh, uh, Ryan and Iowa picked the cards. Did the Cardinals win? I don't think yeah. they did. Oh, they, they did. Didn't they? I don't even remember. I can look. Me thinks no. I got it right here, Dan. But I don't know. Yeah, they won in overtime. Oh, okay. So what was their... Uh, week five, four odds. I thought I did this already, but I guess not. 
Um, Arizona, right? Is that what I'm looking for? Yep. Oh. Oh. They were the favorites. Oh. Did he pick the Cardinals? Did he maybe? Oh, you know what? I think he might have taken the Cardinals for this week. Yeah, week five. Oh, yeah. Cardinals through us. He took the 49ers, who did not win. So zero points. Uh, Zephyr, a.k.a. Eric, picked the Colts. The Colts did not win. He gets zero points. Avenger, a.k.a. Miguel, picked the Rams, who did win. Uh, five Five and a half points for Miguel. So right away, Miguel is top three. In our, our little thing. Uh, Dustin has picked the Cowboys for every week, forever and ever. And he has two points total. So good for Dustin. Uh, Blake B uh, picked the Jags for week five. So we're not there yet. All right. So far. Um, I will kick it off. Oh, boy. Where are we going here? I think I'm going to go with the Bills. It's a safe pick this week, I think. I think so. I can't believe okay. they're the underdog. I can't believe that. Again, yeah, against the Bengals. The Bengals are terrible. But you know what? This is where Vegas gets you. Right? They it's know They know something we don't know. A lot of people are going to pick the Bills in that spread. Oh, boy. Okay, so that's Buffalo at three points. Hang on. Let me think about this. Well, I got mine ready to go. Let me just pull the trigger. Hang yeah. on. Hang on. Right, no, right. I, 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 as the lead person, I need to pick first. Oh, Corey's that, the lead person now, Dan. You hear this? That's how it needs to work. <laughs> well, here's the deal. So if if we're in the last week and it comes down to like, oh, first place person versus the next person, the first place person needs to pick first so that the, the next place, because if if I was yeah, leading, no, I Eric, and you were in second saying. and you picked oh, first. Oh, that's what you if, meant by lead person. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. And I picked whatever you picked, then it would be a wash and I would win no matter what. It's so, like one dollar and price is right. Right. So it just needs to be whoever's in the lead needs to pick first. Makes sense. I'm looking at the games right now. I don't like Jacksonville against Pittsburgh. Don't like the Chargers against the Giants. Why? (laughs) That's a coin toss. That's a good point. Which which Giants Uh, team's going to show up? Uh, My gut hasn't served me wrong yet. I'm going to go with Bills against the Bengals. Good pick. I considered that one too, Corey. Really did. All right. I got the Bills. Uh, next up would be Dan. Uh, yeah, because I also don't want to pick the same thing as you, Corey. That's fine. You can. If that's what you want to do. <laughs> Go with your gut, man. You need points. It's points. It's all about points. I'm going with Baltimore over Oakland. Ravens. What are they at? Two and a half. Derek Carr's out, I think. Yeah, I think EJ Manuel's playing. So that's a lock. Lock of the <laughs> century. You guys are a mess. I didn't know he was playing for them. Yeah. Yeah, he came in last week and lost the game. <laughs> lost the game on the last drive with a pick. Oh jeez. Floated one up there. I said, Oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> All right, Eric, you're at two and a half points. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm going Cardinals. I got to get some points this week. What are they at? Uh, six, I think. Who are they playing? Uh, Philadelphia. At Philly. Yep. 
Okay. With Will? He took the Buccaneers, and they are currently losing by nine. How much time is left in the game? <laughs> That's the third quarter. They got time. Okay. They do have time. I just need Mike Evans to catch a few touchdown passes. They just find Tampa Bay. Cardinals are six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, everybody's locked in. Did we have any picks from the listeners? Idaho Jake, Tito in L.A., Ryan in Iowa. I'll check Twitter I, right now. Well, you said Ryan so. took the Cardinals this week, right? Idaho Jake is taking the Jaguars. Cards, yeah. Idaho Jake taking the Jags. I like that. Uh, let me put it in here. Jags. Okay. I think that's it. And we have our friend that takes the Cowboys every week from Twitter. Jags are negative eight and a half. Wow. That seems like a lot. That does seem like a lot. Yeah, I I think you're right. Okay. um, Yeah, if if you've been playing the game with us and you want to join in or you haven't and you want to join in, let us know. I got the, the master spreadsheets going, so. Tweet us up. Let us know who you're taking. Uh huh. This is fun. That is fun. Makes me care about more than my fantasy team in football. Oh, definitely. I'm two and two now. I was owned to and doing horrible, but uh, now I'm two and two. I battled back. I like it. It's nice to have Eric and I both have Leonard Fournette, who has been a godsend. Fournette's been. Steady Eric, Eddie. I never explained to you my philosophy behind trading for net. Yeah, I, mean, I was baffled. I think he's going to get worn out, and I think he's going to get hurt. No. I don't know enough about him to, to say that, but that was my philosophy. So it would be like like mid-season trade kind of thing. <laughs> Who are you going to trade for? I don't know. Whatever I can get. Because I also have Le'Veon Bell, so... Oh, well, yeah. But didn't you want two good backs? I, I would love, yeah, I would love two good backs. I've but got I'm just four worried. starting running backs right now, and I need. I think I need some wide receiver help. I might need a quarterback. Tom Brady sucks. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. My quarterbacks are Andy Dalton and Eli Manning. Oh, so. oh, oh. <laughs> I tried to pick Deshaun Watson up. He's been a Freaking monster out there! But somebody, somebody got me on the waiver. Yep. Uh, mm. I do also have uh, Simeon, but Trevor Simeon. Oh man, you got like oof. Who knows? All your guys are right there at the Dalton line. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. Rip. Yep. And uh, from watching Indy Dalton is why I'm picking the Bills <laughs> this week. Uh, the Bills have a fucking good defense too. Did I tell you guys what happened in my fantasy? We can keep going with some fantasy football here. Did I tell you what happened this week to me? No, hit it. So I had a really good week, but the guy I played had Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley, who put up, oh. I think, 57 points between the two of them. Oh That's ridiculous. God. So anyway, came down to Sunday night, and I needed the Seahawks to have a fucking... I had their defense, so I needed them to have like lights-out game. He had Jimmy Graham, the Seahawks tight end. So I needed... 
I think, 12 points without Jimmy Graham doing anything. The Seahawks D scores two touchdowns and has three sacks and an interception. And Jimmy Graham had like six points, but it didn't matter. Nice. And I won by two and a half. That's fantastic. Nice. When you can get your... Uh, oh, Dan. Dan, you froze up on me there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you when you can get that kind of production out of your defense, that's amazing. Oh man, but I'm in I'm in a tough spot this week because I've got the Seahawks D against the Rams, who I think have the top offense. Wow. And I tried to pick up the Bills defense, but somebody got them on the waiver before I did. So. I don't know. My fancy teams are a hot mess. I'm three and hot. one. I think I'm two and two and one and. Three. I'm three and one, and I'm playing the worst team in our league this week, so I should be all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next week we probably won't be able to do Mordor next week, right? Because When's it come out? Tuesday. Tuesday. I can. I mean, I can figure it out. I can play it if you want to do that. If you're buying it, I can figure out enough time to play it on Steam if you want to do that. Well, I already bought it. Okay. I haven't gotten the key yet. I can play it enough if you want to do that. Trying to think if I'll be able to play enough. Listen, two nights, Tuesday, Wednesday, commitment. Because yeah, my game time is like five to ten, where your game time is ten thirty to two or whatever. Yeah, whenever I end up going to bed. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we at least for now plan on doing Mordor next week? Okay. And, uh, and then if so, you know something happens, we'll we'll have something else to talk about. Oh man. So. Blackhawks absolutely running it up on the Penguins tonight. Yeah, I saw that eight to one. Nine to one. Oh, nine to one. Yeah. Wow. Was Murray in nets? I don't know. Man, it's embarrassing. Even if he didn't start really that, he's probably in net now. <clears throat> Seem like anybody's in that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> All right, that's everything, right? That's it. I think okay. uh, I could probably put a ribbon on her. Put a ribbon on it. That'll do it for episode 324 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.